The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, Toronto City Council approves the renaming of uh, Dundas Square to uh, Sankofa Square. Sankofa? Sankofa Square. Sankofa. So, Young Dundas Square, um, they're going to... Oh, so millions, not the actual... Millions of dollars is what it's going to cost. Uh, so, Young Dundas Square is going to get renamed me? Sankofa. S-A-N-K-O-F-A. Uh, oh. Dundas Station. Uh, Dundas West Station, and then Jane Dundas Public Library will also be renamed. Uh, They say the concept of Sankofa originated in Ghana refers to the act of reflecting on and reclaiming teachings from the past, which enables people to move forward together. People are already calling it Sofa King Square, by the way. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, no. That's amazing. Um, Because it's the whole Henry Dundas thing, right? Question. Yes, sir. Who's paying for it? We are. We yes. don't got money for that. Are paying for that? Yes. I'm in debt, the so I'm not paying for it. So. <laughs> You've already paid for it. Yeah. Oh. You've How already, do I object? You can't. Why? Because it wasn't on a ballot. They didn't ask me. No. They voted. It was unanimous. They even picked the name without uh, without anybody. Normally when Toronto renames stuff, there's like, I was, you remember, big competition, right? Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So Henry Dundas was accused of delaying the uh, the abolition of the slave trade. The, the story that first came out was that it could have ended in nineteen in seventeen ninety two, uh, but it wound up ending in eighteen oh seven, and he was being blamed for the one who sort of was dragging it on. But then after this story really took off, and then everybody was like, "We got to rename Dundas." Mm. Like all the other stories came out, the peer reviewed papers on Henry Dundas and his problem was that he was like at the time going hey listen we can sort of back out of this now but it's not the comprehensive solution that the world needs because Mm -hmm. if we back out Portugal's still going to do it Spain's still going to do it Belgium's still going to do it which is exactly what wound up happening and the sort of thing that he had was that he was directing a lot of the things that needed to change at the African countries that were for their part in the slave trade, which is today a very unpopular thing to do, is to sort of look in that direction for for, for that part. So that's why you're getting uh, Sankofa Square, Sofa King Square. Yeah. Right? Sankofa. It sounds like a new, uh, like a... Like a bag? Di- diversity blend oh. at Starbucks. <laughs> you know I, thought, I, mean? I was going to say like a I love, the, I love the Sankofa blend. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right? I, we're not far off. Far no. off. No. Away from that. Yeah. That's yeah. Happen. Say it just doesn't roll though, right? No. Like, no. It doesn't roll. I, I was I really thought they were gonna throw like a like a curveball and go with like pinball. You know what I mean? Like pinball Clemens. Like I uh, thought if you're gonna I thought if you're gonna rename something, like you were gonna go a little bit more contemporary. Yeah. Like you know, Rob Ford Square. No. Not that. Uh, oh. Are you kidding me? Rob Ford like Square. Ryan Reynolds Square. Right, no. Well, he's Canadian. Yeah, no, 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 no. First of all, it was going to have to be somebody black. There was no way it wasn't going to be. Kyle Lowry Square. Kyle Lowry. You think oh, Lowry. Kawhi. Lowry? Kawhi Square. He helped us win the championship. Bro, yeah. Would you have been reason. okay with Kawhi Square? Yeah. I would have preferred Kyle Lowry, but yes. I'm, I'm fine with Kawhi If as well. they gave you Kawhi Square behind closed doors and they were going to spend millions of dollars to change it, you would have been okay with Kawhi Square? I would have been all right. Yeah, me yeah. too. One of one, one championship, man. Hold on, I got Kawhi Leonard on the phone. Yeah. Yo, Kawhi, what do you think, bro? <laughs> 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 hey, yo, he's into it. <laughs>
But I really thought they were going to go that way. I thought, you know, I thought it was going to be something cool like that, you know? Uh-huh. Like, I'm all for it. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, I, mean, uh, I know what you mean. They could have gone someone influential in, like, the city. Sure. Or, or you know what would have been cheaper? Find somebody else who was really awesome with the last name Dundas and say, you know what? It's actually that guy. <laughs> yeah, y'all got your facts right? wrong. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're not changing the street. <laughs> no, that costs way too much money. Anyway, that's uh, so that's what's going on with your taxpayer dollars. Okay. What do you think about that, Kawhi? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't live there no more. Uh, so I don't know why this is popular again, uh, but this actually happened in 2001 where uh, these three scientists got together to try and create uh, the worst song in history. So there was a poll about the worst sounds uh, that people hate the most, okay? And they created a track that they say fewer than 200 individuals in the entire world's population would actually enjoy. So people declared that the elements of music that drive them the most mad were cowboy lyrics, (laughs) a chorus of kids, Uh bagpipes, bossa nova synths, and advertising slogans. So uh, the other thing, this song is 22 minutes long. (laughs) <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. I got two clips that I'm going to play you. So I want uh, your you Mocha and, and you Shem uh, are who I look to gotcha. for for musical uh, sort of analysis hey. on this. Not you, Maria. Um, <laughs> so here, play play uh, clip number one okay. for me. <laughs> oh. Give it a sec. Let it kick in. Pause for one second. It's also an opera singer who's rapping. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, okay. okay. kind of slaps up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You want to hear, hear the chorus? Yeah. Okay, play, play, the, play the chorus. Play the chorus. Nah, slaps. Yep. National anthem? Yes. Uh-huh. They like about a school musical with kids. It's cool. Hey, hey, hey. Yo. Get it. And they're saying this is the worst? Yes. We're talking about it. It's so Come enjoyable. <laughs> this song is better than some of the songs we play now. <laughs> I mean, sorry. True. Name one of them, Shem. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading this article on psychologists have sort of put a, a, a study together on why people line up early at the gate getting onto an airplane mm-hmm. when they know they're going to be called. Yeah. 
Uh, they broke it down to none of this matters, but I got to get to the, I got to say all this before I get to the real point of the story. So they break it down to conformity and competition. They say people will do uh, any weird thing if they think that it's the right way to behave. So you're sitting there, you see people line up and you're like, oh, I guess we should all go line up. Right. Mm -hmm. Conformity. Competition is comes in when you realize that if you are last, you may have to gate check your bag. So then it becomes a competition for the overhead space. So conformity and competition. That's why people line up early. That's me right there. You just described me. The best part of this article Uh was they there's one line that says airline employees even have a nickname for these type of flyers, which are the people who line up early. Okay. Gate lice. Oh, that's why I try not to be that way at all. I'm never like that, guys. I wait until my section is called, and then I get on the plane. I'm gate lice. Gate lice. Wow. Yep. That's why I wait. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm will be back. Uh, What they say will be, in fact, its final season, although they've been saying that for a while. Uh, But February 4th, uh, season 12 of Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO. Looking forward to that. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, who, when he was 19, dated Kate Moss. Now, according to one tabloid, Leonardo DiCaprio went out with Kate Moss's half-sister, Lottie, who is 25. What? So, Leo. So Kate Moss and, and Leo are both 49 now. They dated when they were 19. And then all these years later, apparently he went out on a date with her half-sister who's 25. <laughs> Look, Maria's like, it's, it's we're not clapping. I, right? got, I got no problem with that. Are we not clapping? We're not we're not, cla- are, we're not, are we clapping? Are we clapping? Are we, are we clapping? Ross made me feel like I was too old for him last time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like, I'm just sad. Yeah, you're, you're out of the bracket, Maria. Sorry. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, the little Leo is like 25 and under. We all know that. Uh, the new trailer for John Krasinski's movie um, called If, which oh if God. means imaginary friends, and it is uh, a giant cast of voice actors. Uh, Steve Carell, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, uh, Louis Gossett uh, Jr., Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Maya Rudolph, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell. Uh, who else is in there? Aquafina, Vince Vaughn is in there. So it's, it's what if you could... So there's a little girl who goes through some sort of trauma, and then mm-hmm. she can now see everybody's imaginary friends and so can Ryan Reynolds, right? So here's a little Hi Well, looky looky She is the perfect fit, I promise Did she even see you? She was about to What are you doing? Don't do this Oh God! So but anyway, so it Ryan is Reynolds, such a good. Oh, I can't wait for this movie. So Ryan Me Reynolds' too. imaginary friend in the movie is this big giant guy named Blue, right? Mm. And voiced the, by Steve Carell. Bo- voiced by Steve Carell, and the trailer for the movie says, "From the imagination of John Krasinski." And as soon as that came up and that trailer dropped, John Krasinski started to get dragged. Why? So it says, "From the imagination of John Krasinski," yeah, because he wrote and directed the movie as well, right? And there's a lot of people who grew up in the, I guess, 90s and early 2000s who watched a show on Nickelodeon, a cartoon mm-hmm. called Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I remember that show, yeah. Set in a world in which imaginary friends coexist with humans. It centers on a boy named Mac who is pressured by his mother to abandon his imaginary friend, Blue. Oh, man, oh. same movie. And if you look at... 
the character from Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends and the blue character from If, they're very similar. Jim Halpert, what you right? doing, bro? They're very similar. So John Krasinski was getting dragged real hard yesterday oh. from the imagination of John Krasinski. That was the line that was used that sort oh. of came back to bite him in the ass. Well, yeah. guess what? I'm still watching that movie. Yeah, me too. I found this uh, recut of that Obi-Wan Kenobi show over the weekend. What? And I watched it. So, you know the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, right? Kind of mid. Very mid. Like, the most mid. I had such high hopes for it. And sort of. It was like eight or ten episodes or something like uh -huh. that. And I know Topher Grace had done a version of this. I don't know if this was the Topher Grace version. What do you mean Topher Grace? So, yeah, Topher Grace has done, like, he's a huge Star Wars fan. And, like, he's done edits of By other way, Star Wars things. Topher Grace, um... Eric Foreman from 70s Show. Yes. Uh -huh. And I don't know if this was his version or not, but he's done other things before with Star Wars. Okay. And so what they did was they took the entire Obi-Wan Kenobi series and cut it into a 90-minute movie. Oh. And? It's kind of awesome. Where is it? Like on YouTube? Oh, I just found it. Yeah, oh, okay. I just found online it. somewhere. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I just found it. Right. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of this thing called VPN. I'm not sure what it means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it like? No, I don't know. There? No, somebody sent oh. it to me. Oh, yeah. Like I, dark I just, web kind I just of clicked thing? the link. I don't know. I shouldn't have, but yeah, it turned out to be. You know, most <laughs> most times those links are in, for nefarious reasons. This was actual sure. ninety minutes of pure joy. Yeah. Um, you trusted it. I trusted it immediately. Was it from someone who normally sends you things? Um, no. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> 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 but Click this link. But it's, it. <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm telling you, it's pretty Your good. Your whole identity compromised now. Yes, during that 90 minutes that Whatever. you watched. I don't that. even know. I, I've probably ruined the next uh, 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Of my security and my financial records and everything else. But I'm telling you, Obi-Wan was pretty good as a movie. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> uh, it's all like lightsaber fights, right? Sure. Like they took all of the action and they just turned it into a movie. Uh -huh. And one of the things that was like super annoying was they took uh, in, in the show, they made the young Princess Leia character to just be like this uh, like little monster. Like she was just an awful character. Uh -huh. And they cut all that out and they just made her like a girl who was kidnapped, mm -hmm. which was really great. She was a much better character that way. Um, but if you get a chance, I don't know. Maybe somebody will send the link to you. I don't know. But it's cool. Um, what I didn't know, though, what I didn't know was that because it was such a big deal when Hayden Christensen came back to be Anakin Skywalker mm -hmm. and uh, Darth Vader and like all that stuff. Um, I didn't know because at the time when he had originally been cast to play young Anakin Skywalker. I didn't know of any other actors who were even involved in that because I didn't really know who Hayden Christensen was at the time. Like, yeah. he wasn't a huge star. I don't think anybody did. So Charlie Hunnam was doing press for Rebel Moon, which is the new Zack Snyder movie, which was originally pitched as a Star Wars movie. And let me play this clip from Entertainment Tonight where they were talking to Charlie Hunnam. I stumbled across the most random trivia tidbit that I had never heard before. Oh, now we're, now we're oh, getting well, it. Now no. we're, that now you auditioned for the role of Anakin Skywalker in Attack of the Clones. Is that true? That is true. Yeah. I Goodness. Had, I, what? I had forgotten that until you said that. But yes, I, I did. Years and years ago, I met George Lucas. How far along did you get? Like, what was the... I just... I'm so... I never heard this. I got to the point where I was like, meeting George Lucas, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, which... I don't think he meets a lot of actors. I think there was probably maybe two, two, three actors they were considering. 
I don't remember much about it. I remember that I was nervous and I was a little bit awkward and I just remember it walking out and thinking, well, I'm definitely not getting that role. And I was correct. It's all about vibes, you know? Sometimes it's about the vibes. <laughs> and he didn't, he didn't vibe. No. And he would have been in and around like the, the proper same. age. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, I don't yeah, even remember. I would have watched that movie. But I don't even <laughs> remember Charlie Hunnam back then. No. Like, where that was, was way, he? That was way before Sons of Anarchy. Way before. Way before I even remember Charlie Hunnam being a thing. And Maria, you're right. I think just being a fan of Sons of Anarchy as well, I yeah. think it would have thrown me off if... Charlie Hunnam had played Anakin Skywalker and then Jax on oh, Sons. Yeah, you know I don't what? think I, I would have enjoyed the show as much. He, you know what? He <laughs> he wouldn't have probably done that because he would have been under those Disney Lucas contracts literally oh. for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. He would have his career would have. I mean, like Caden Christensen was only doing other than Star Wars, like he was only doing like romantic comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like he had some big action career. And then a great massive gap in career. Yeah. Until all the Star Wars stuff yeah, recently in yeah. the past like two years. Yep. Um, the toxicology reports uh, came in for Matthew Perry about what actually killed him. And it's kind of horrific. Um, so the report revealed that when his uh, when he was found by his assistant in the hot tub. So a female friend of his, first of all, said that uh, Matthew was, quote, angry and mean in the weeks before his death mm. uh, because he had been taking testosterone shots. And what they found in his system was a lethal amount of ketamine mixed with an opiate-like drug called bubropropofine, um, which is used to alleviate pain and help with addiction to opioids. Um, and he had been taking uh, like a weight loss drug, like one of those, um, whatever they're called. What like do you Ozempic. call it? Like, like Ozempic. He was also on one of those mm. and he was trying to quit smoking and they had said that the ketamine with the um, drugs that he was taking for the opioid addictions, one doctor said that it was a recipe for disaster and he was taking ketamine treatments to deal with mental health stuff but they said that the treatments that he was getting, those don't last in your system for longer than three hours and he hadn't had one of those treatments it was two weeks before he died. So he was getting ketamine from somewhere else. Some other doctor mm-hmm. was prescribing him ketamine. So mm-hmm. uh, his, I guess, and there was an interview with, with one of his ex-girlfriends that said that, you know, he was just, like, he never was clean. Like, he never, he never kicked anything. He just went from drug to drug to drug to treatment to treatment to treatment. Um, and he was never not an addict. Like, yeah. he, he never, oh, that's he, so was, he was never not uh, on, really on drugs. Sad. A lot of mixed reaction to the uh, NHL game in Winnipeg the other night when they had O Canada sung uh, for the first time ever. It was a South Asian Heritage Night mm. at the Canada Life Center. And uh, they did a version of O Canada, which was a mix between English and Punjabi. And I mean, I listened to it. It's kind of beautiful. Um, but uh, we'll get to some of the reaction. And because I sort of like sort of see both sides, but not really I don't see both sides. Seems like a lot of people just complaining. But then on the other hand, uh, so here's a little bit of the anthem. The first time in NHL history, O Canada will be performed in English and Punjabi. Mm. 
You know what I like about this, this show? Mm. I like that there's two voices that are a tiny little bit behind. Yeah, they, they definitely uh, ease off the pace of the song. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, but there's one that's on like where it should be, and then there's like two that just come like a in a millisecond yeah. later. It sounds really nice. Pretty, and they did yes. a great job, and so everything who's else. Got a problem well, with no, it? it's just it's it, there's there's. What are they it, well, no, it's like what was the purpose of it, right? Mm. One, you know, there's two official languages in Canada: English and French. Mm. And you're, you'd be hard pressed to find any country in the world where they would celebrate their anthem being sung in any language other than what is native to that country, mm. right? Mm. Um, you would just wouldn't like you like you you would never in I don't know Maria Greek if somebody wanted to sing the national anthem in Russian. No, they wouldn't. It wouldn't just not happen. Because it's right? their anthem. It's their yeah. anthem. Uh, so a lot of people are saying, if you wanted to do, you know, uh, a night where you are honoring South Asian heritage, do want to do an anthem from there, mm-hmm. right? Like do your sort of local kind of anthem. But then on the other hand, I'm like, if you get all these people who are worried about the sort of Canadian culture and the dynamic and we're losing our identity and all this stuff. Like the way that Punjabis and that entire group have embraced hockey, Mm -hmm. like it's crazy. Like this is exactly what all those people want. Like they want, like love our culture, like all those people, right? They do. They Hockey is huge in that community, like massive in that community. The ratings for the... um Punjabi version of NHL games. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Are huge. Yes. Like with the announcers doing the entire game in, in Punjabi. Yeah. Like the, they got monster numbers. Yeah. I stumbled on that on one those. Did you? Yeah. 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 I was flipping around. That's great. Yeah. It's a fun broadcast to it watch. Is. Yeah. It's a, it's a very, it is. It is. Yeah. 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 So like I, I get I get with the anthem, right? Like I, I just get it. It's sacred to some people. And and like I said, you wouldn't find any other, you know, nation you know, doing something like this, but um, man, they, they did a beautiful job. Like, it really it. sounds pretty, right? Beautiful. Yeah. 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 Big up to them. Big up to them. Uh, Maya Bialik announces that she's no longer the host of Jeopardy. She says, ah, uh, come as on. the holiday... Can we just go through this whole oh, thing with them? Oh, she says, as the, holiday break, uh, as the holiday break begins in Hollywood, I have some news on Jeopardy. Uh, Sony has informed me that I will no longer be hosting the syndicated version of Jeopardy. Uh, she goes on to say, I'm incredibly honored to have been nominated for a primetime Emmy for hosting this year, and I am deeply grateful for the opportunity to have been a part of the Jeopardy family. Uh, Sony says we made the decision to have one host for the syndicated show next season to maintain continuity for viewers, and Ken Jennings will be the sole host for syndicated Jeopardy. 
So there you go. It's only Ken Jennings now. I'm boring. He's such a wet rag. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I I hear the name Ken Jennings and I just think gray suit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> just, that's just so bland. That's it. Yes. Right? Yeah. Apologies yeah. to anyone who's rocking yeah. a gray suit today and, on their and, way to work. And, and not and not just a gray suit, but the wrong gray. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know it's gray. Yeah. It just looks off. It's the wrong gray. It's the wrong yeah. gray. Uh, because uh, Don Lemon was fired from CNN, or I guess they parted ways. I don't know what the wording is that they officially used. Uh, it leaves a, a big hole for New Year's Eve because Don Lemon was always a big part of the broadcast with Anderson Cooper and uh, Andy Cohen. So Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper are going to be back. Uh, live performances uh, from Enrique Iglesias, Maroon 5, Jonas Brothers, Flo Rida, Miranda Lambert, Darius Rucker, Rod Stewart, oh, wow. uh, so on and so forth. Uh, so they're going to be back. Now, if you remember last year, because they had that new boss at CNN, they issued a rule that there would be no, 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 no drinking on camera mm-hmm. because that's why everybody tuned in was to see Andy, Co- uh, Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper getting hammered. Yeah. So when it comes to this New Year's Eve, Eve broadcast. Are they also saying a network spokesman, a spokesperson simply said, quote, inquiring minds will need to tune in to watch them not drink. They're going to be drinking. Oh, okay. They're going to be drinking. If they were not drinking, they would have said no drinking like they they did last year. You know what they should do? What's that? Bottle service. Like on the actual... They pretty much do. They just the, keep handing them shots no, over and over no, again. No, no, no. I'm talking like you bring up like the bottle with the, with, the, with the sparklers in the top of the bottle. You bring it out on a tray. Yeah, like... I, That's what they should do. I they mean, should amp it up. I, I would... I mean, I'm quite happy watching them drink tequila as opposed to champagne. <laughs> that um, CNN New Year's Eve, like in a short amount of time, quickly shot up to become like... The must-watch show. It used to forever be the Rocket New Year's Eve or whatever, Dick the Clark. ABC one. Yeah. Right? Seacrest. Yeah. That Seacrest does now. Yeah. But, like, in the past, I don't know, five, seven years, like, CNN is really the broadcast to watch. Yeah, now. it's when they started drinking. Yeah. Right? And they've been doing that show for a long time. Anderson Probably Cooper and Andy Cohen, yeah. right? Yeah. Get lit, man. Yeah, but it's weird to me that CNN, like the, the the sort of voice of news and the integrity they have and all that stuff, like they're they're teasing whether or not their employees are going to get hammered on television. Like it's such a weird place for CNN to be in. Right? Like it's just, yeah. it's just weird to Guess me. Guess what? It's working though because I'm going to watch. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. Man, I watched that UFC on Saturday night. How was it? There was a fight in the crowd for the two dudes that are fighting in Toronto in mm-hmm. January. Um, Strickland and uh, Duplessis. Duplessis. They got like Dana White from the UFC sat them in the same section and they hate each other. Like legit hate each other. So like, why did Dana White do that? He took all the blame. He was like, I don't know. He's like, what kind of a-hole would do that? Me. I did it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he took he took all the blame. He didn't blame anybody else. But uh, but they, and there was like a kid in between them. Oh, no. And then Strickland, like he turns around and yeah. you can see and he asked the kid to move with the mom. It was like the, the, the son of like another fighter. And he's like, Are you just like a scooch for one Could second, please? please move so I can and knock then, this guy out? And then the kid, and then the mom just grabbed the kid and they moved and then he jumped over the chairs and started like laying elbows on him. Anyway, these guys hate each other, but this is the fact that's going to happen in Toronto. At least he told the kid and the mom to move. Uh, he's I, a psychopath, though. I do. Oh, they're they're like they're not right. Both say, of I, them. I would do the same. No, they're just both Ste- those guys are just not right. Stuff aside, watch this. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrible, dude. It is. 
terrible, terrible. Timothy Chalamet at a big box office, uh, $39 million for uh, Wonka. 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 Uh, it did great overseas, too, because they opened it a, a week earlier. So it's already at $150 million worldwide. Oh, wow. So that's not bad. Um, and that this is the kind of movie that only gets like sort of gets better towards the holidays. Like mm-hmm. musicals are a tough sell anyway. And then, but over the holidays is when like all the families are like, "What um, are we going to go see?" So it's, it's probably, a musical. So uh, yeah, it's Wonka. Yeah, I don't know. You didn't know it was a musical. Ugh, What's the problem with musicals? I hate musicals? Has there ever been a musical that you liked? I hate musicals too. I'm what? just saying. What's what you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Grief. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hairspray? Yeah. Never seen it. Wicked? Never seen it. Wow. Yeah, a bunch of... So problems. cultured. No. <laughs> no, there's there's only... There's one musical that I love. Catherine and Rox actually go in the, the rewatch sections of it, which is... Uh, Phantom the, of the Opera? Uh, no, The Greatest oh. Showman. Oh, that's good. Oh, love that's uh, the greatest well, showman. Wolverine, right? Wolverine and, uh, and uh, Zac Efron. Mm. Yeah. He's in that? Yeah, Zac Efron. I haven't seen that. Maybe I'll watch it. Really? Oh, my God. Maria, The Greatest Showman is awesome. I've actually never seen it. i got to watch it. it, It's really good. Because the songs have to be great, right? And the Mm -hmm. songs in The Greatest Showman. Sham, the songs in The Greatest Showman? Fire. Fire. Absolute fire. But so's Grease, guys. You guys should do it. I've never seen all of Grease. You never saw it? What is going on? It's fine. It's just the pieces. Like the important parts. What are the important parts of Grease? The whole movie. Like when they're singing? But what parts? Like the... What parts? When um, um, what's the guy's name? The guy with the like, like with in the real looks. in real life or his character starts with a in his character starts with a D. Danny. Yes. When Danny's sitting with the crew yes. on the bleachers. Okay, who's who's in his crew? Name name one guy in his crew. Starts with a K. Ken. No. <laughs> Kenneth. No. <laughs> no. Courtney. No. 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 So sort of K. Yes. Yeah, it's a last name, so you may not get it. Kaminsky. Wow. Close. Very close. <laughs> yeah, wow. Very close. Yeah. yeah. So this is yeah. sitting there with Kaminsky. Yeah. And they see Sandy. Yes. And then. And then. Something like, I don't know. What happens? He recognizes her because I think they went to the same summer camp, but they didn't talk. Or then, or she showed up at the school and then he was like, yo, you're that gal from the summer camp that I like, but I never talked to. Exactly I was always wearing said. the leather jacket. Yeah. 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 And that's where that summer love is. Summer so, love so you've is. seen the first three minutes of Grease. Yeah, great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Instant. Kanicki, by the way. Yeah. Kanicki. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 You get a hickey from Kanicki. You know what I mean? Is that a line? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Isn't it for three what was, okay, what was Okay, what was the boy gang called? What did they have on the back of their jackets? Snakes. No. Oh. No. Cars. No. Uh, no, it is, uh, it is an animal, but also a car. A thunderbird. Yes. T-birds. Okay. What, were the, what was the girl gang called? The plastics. No. <laughs> no. No. Do you remember? Oh, no. That was uh, Mean That's Girls. That's not Mean Girls. Do you, do you remember? Oh, they had pink jackets. So what were they called? They were the? The pink. Pink. Crew. Incorrect. The pink. Gals. 
<laughs> in a different in a different dimension. Girls, yes. uh, the pink ladies. Pink ladies. Pink ladies. Okay. Pink ladies. Pink ladies. Classic movie. Everyone should watch. Yes. Uh, Bradley Cooper uh, doing an interview, making a lot of news because I guess Bradley Cooper, the director, uh, has outlawed chairs on the sets of his films. Listen to this. There's no chairs on sets. I've always hated chairs, and I feel like your energy dips the minute you sit down in the chair. So Apple Box is a very nice way way to sit, and everybody's together. There's no video village. So me, you do films. We know, no, no video village. If you're with me, yeah, there's no video village. Yeah, when I ask you to come act in it, yeah. No, I'm after you. We're not directing. I'll do whatever you say. I'm after. <laughs> so no chairs. Uh, Chris Nolan does this too, um, no as chairs. well as well as Zack Snyder. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, there's no chairs. They can they'll sit on whatever they'll they'll give them, but they don't have the those director's chairs that like people sit in. Um, mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino has a like there's a no phone policy on all his sets, and I know Martin Scorsese years ago. God, he hates everybody, huh? Y- years ago, Martin Scorsese outlawed every like cast and crew. You weren't allowed to wear a watch. Why? Yeah, because he didn't want to take people out of the moment. When you check your watch, it takes you into the world. Oh, outside of the it. movie, right? So he never wanted. What if people, your character he, has to wear a watch? He never. It would just be dead. No battery in it. Um, he just. Oh. He never wanted people to be able to see what time it was. Oh, to know that I have two more hours of work or, or whatever. whatever. Yes, yeah. you know. Or like, we've been filming for eight. Yes. Or or it's supposed to be six a.m. and you realize that it's two in the afternoon. Got it. Right. Like he always wanted people to be sort of immersed in, uh, in the 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 project. I guess you could. That's say. why I will never work for yes. Bradley Cooper. No, no, I need a chair no. on Thank set. I'd work for you. Him. You would, Maria. You'd stand for Bradley Cooper. I'd stand all day. <laughs> <laughs> I would stand all day, all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, did you ever see the Big Lebowski mocha? Never, never. No, but I know the guy wears a big sweater. Okay, and his name is. Oh, this guy, no. Okay. Uh, Dennis Quaid. Incorrect. Who was the actor that played the Big Lebowski Mocha? It's not Dennis Quaid. No. He had a big beard he and a did. big sweater. Yes, he did. Yes. It's yeah, the Big Lebowski. What was the Big Lebowski also known as? He was also known as Oh, I know. People say this. Yes. Like big guy or big fella? No. Oh. Incorrect. The The Starts with a D. Starts with a D. The do, no, not the douche. Oh, the dude. Oh, the dude. Yes, the dude. Yeah. Sure, it's not Dennis Quaid. Oh no. no. Oh, hold on. This guy was also in the first Iron Man. Yes. Right. Yes. Oh, what's that guy's also, name? Also, Tron. Also, yes. Dumb and Dumber. Uh, no. What? Jim really? Carrey. No. What? Who's that Dumb and Dumber? Oh, right. I'm thinking the wrong guy. My bad. Yeah, okay, just tell me. Shem. Don't let Who is it? Jeff Bridges. Jeff yeah. Bridges, that's okay. it. Jeff Daniels. Not Jeff Daniels. Wow, you guys. I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, there was a... There was, Where's the IMDb over anyway, here? There was a, I don't even know why I'm quizzing you. There was an auction uh, where they like, sold a bunch of Big Lebowski stuff, and I guess that there's like... they The fans for Big Lebowski are way more hardcore than what they thought. So the Big Lebowski, a.k.a. the dude, um, wears a, a bathrobe for the entire movie. 
right? That's mm-hmm. just his, like, what he wears for the entire movie. At auction, they were expecting to get $30,000. It sold for $169,000. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> the sunglasses that he wore, were they were thinking that they were going to go between ten and twenty grand. Somebody paid $88,000 for the sunglasses that he wore. What the heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big fans. Big wow. fans. Wow. That's crazy. Well, uh, Marvel Studios has dropped Jonathan Majors following a guilty verdict for harassment and Ooh. assault. Uh, this all went down yesterday. Uh, convicted of two misdemeanor counts of harassment and assault of his ex-girlfriend. Uh, in the verdict, he was also found not guilty on one count of intentional assault in the third degree and one count of aggra- aggravated harassment in the second degree. Uh, he was also, as we know, dropped by his talent manager. Um, and his publicity firm and all his commercials and endorsements and everything else. So I don't know what they're going to do with that character because the Kang character in the Marvel Universe was supposed to be in like seven more things. Mm-hmm. Well, they said that they've uh, officially changed as well the next two, or actually the next Avengers movie, instead of it being the Kang Dynasty, it's mm-hmm. now known as Avengers 5. Right. And what a lot of speculation is, that with this new Fantastic Four movie, mm-hmm. that Doctor Doom, who is the big villain from that universe, right. will end up being the big villain moving forward. Right, but it's tough because it's like you, you got that you got like all the Loki stuff and like it's it's tough. Did you watch right? all of Loki? No, no. Oh well, they. I didn't. No spoilers. Yeah. I, maybe I just spoiled it by saying no spoilers. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got nothing to worry about when okay. it comes to Jonathan Majors. Okay. okay. Okay, cool. All right. All right. All right. Did they kill him? Did they kill the character? Did they manage to do it in like one season of Loki? Oh, maybe. Look at, look at you. Interesting. You have such a bad, like, you tell. I don't. <laughs> you, you move your mouth one weird way and it's only when you're like <laughs> super guilty. <laughs> Normally you have like it's such a dynamic smile, but when you're guilty of something, the left side of your mouth shoots up way farther than the right side. No, <laughs> <laughs> you have such a tell. It's incredible. I shouldn't have said anything. This is why America is great, everybody. Go. Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. All right. First of all, uh, Guy Fieri, we know Guy Fieri's worth a lot of money. So he was doing an interview recently talking about how he has, uh, he's raising three kids. So two of his sons, and then he's raising his uh, nephew as well, I believe, oh, okay. uh, after his sister passed away. Oh, wow. And Guy Fieri worth a lot of money. And so he was doing an interview talking about whether the kids are going to get some of his empire. Mm-hmm. And he sort of breaks it down what the rules are if these kids want some of dad's money. And he quotes Shaq. Shaq's got a famous quote about this too. <laughs> Shaquille right? O'Neal? Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, right. so so here's Guy Fieri. Told them the same thing my dad told me. My dad says, when I die, you can expect that I'm going to die broke and you're going to be paying for the funeral. And I told my boys, none of this that we've been that I've been building are you going to get unless you come and take it from me. Oh. So if you want it, so my nephew Jules is in the music industry down in L.A. He's in the law program at Loyola Marymount right now. You know, if you're going to be a big-time entertainment uh, agent, you need to have that law background. So he's doing that. And uh, my youngest son, Ryder, is a senior in high school, getting ready to graduate uh, or, you know, get to graduate in the spring. And he's like, Dad, this is so unfair. I haven't even gone to college yet. And you're already pushing that I got to get an MBA. He says, can I just get through college? I'm like, hey, you know, it's if you want. Shaq said it best. Shaq said it about his kids one time. He says, if you want any of this cheese, you got to give me two degrees. (laughs) Well, my two degrees mean, you know, postgraduate. So they're on their way. 
Okay, so this is this is why this so is good. this is why wow. America is great. Okay, Guy Fieri, who I believe is one of the most misjudged people. What's his in, net worth in popular, anyway? In popular culture, he's actually an incredible human being and has done like more good for people than most people have. Okay, so this is why America is great. Guy Fieri with the hair and the everything else, and the diners, dives, and drive-ins, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, the hell yeah. that show is. And the fire flame shirts. So what he's talking about is in 2021, Guy Fieri signed an $80 million two-year deal. Okay. Last week, Guy Fieri just signed a three-year $100 million deal with the Food Network. Wow. Five years, basically $200 million. That's on, that is just gravy on top of the mm. empire he's already built. No pun intended. Right? Gravy. Yes. That's baseball player money, man. That, that yes. is. Holy five yes. years, two And his kids are going to have to yes. fight him now for that money? Yes. He's like ripping Yellowstone. You want to fight someone? Fight imagine, imagine your dad makes $200 million in five years and he's like, you want this? Come and get it. Yeah. Right? I'd be like, come on, like a little? Yeah, dad. Like just like a like a small, like a buy me a house, uh-huh. right? So I don't Give have me, a mortgage. Like break me off just a little something. Nothing, nothing. I'm going to die broke and you're going to pay for my funeral. Oh, jeez. That would suck. It's almost yeah. abuse at that point. Huh? Yeah. Is he Guyanese? Uh, uh, I don't know much about Tinder. I've never actually, one time I've seen Tinder when I was with uh, somebody who was using Tinder. Um, But there's different, there's there's different tiers. No, not for him. It did not. (laughs) Uh, But there's different tiers now as far as subscriptions go. So there's uh, Tinder Gold, Tinder Platinum, Tinder Plus, uh, and Tinder (laughs) just introduced uh, Tinder Select. Which is? So the other uh, membership fees, I think the highest one, like Tinder Platinum, I think is like $30 a month or something like that, Mm -hmm. where you get different access and see who likes and all this other stuff. Now they've introduced Tinder Select, which is $499 a month. A month? $500 a month. $500 a month. I'd rather be single. You can direct message people without matching with them first. Okay, so Instagram. A profile with an unblurred photo that is prioritized on other users' likes you grid for one week. Uh A badge that shows off access to the exclusive tier. A select mode that lets members see and be seen by the app's most sought-after profiles for more exceptional connections. Early access to new features and the ability to hide advertisements. That's what you get for five hundred dollars a month, bro. That's, that ain't it. That doesn't guarantee any, and know. it doesn't guarantee anything. Right. Nothing. No. I guess they promote you. Is is what I'm getting from this? Like they're gonna stick your profile in front of more eyes. Just go on Instagram and put your profile open. At that point, it's free. <laughs> I'm looking at some of the comments <laughs> on this story. Someone goes, "Now you could be lonely and poor." <laughs> <laughs> Another guy wrote, bro, who's this for? I don't even pay for the normal level, and I'm fine. Like, what perks justify 500 bucks? Oh, damn. It's so cool and awesome when companies weaponize the feelings of loneliness. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) If you just hit the club with 500 bucks, you probably could leave with someone. (laughs) Wow. So sad. Five hundred bucks. Five hundred dollars a month. A month. A month. Like a year, people could justify. Could a, they, a month. A month. 
That's like a car payment. Yeah. Yeah, it's like $6,000 a year. That's a lot for no guarantee. Honestly, I'd rather yeah. be single. <laughs> uh, the Kansas City Chiefs gave uh, Taylor Swift one hell of a present. Season so, tickets. No. Uh, so oh. Gracie Hunt, who's the uh, daughter of Chiefs owner Clark Hunt, mm-hmm. posted a photo where she was giving Taylor a box. And it was like a beautiful sort of like bejeweled box or whatever it is. I don't know. And she wrote, to, happy birthday to this queen, bright, beautiful, beyond talented, engaging. Easiest decision Time Magazine has ever made for person of the year. I uh, hope this is your best and most blessed year yet. Thank you to Neiman Marcus for procuring the perfect Lil- Judith Lieber gift. So Judith Lieber is a jewelry trinket designer, mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe she would be offended if I called them trinkets. Um, known for uh, sort of like bejeweled, encrusted, novelty design bags, clutches. Oh. So, and then what she did was um, uh, Gracie put the microphone emoji in the Instagram post. And if you mm-hmm. go to the Judith Lieber website, they do a clutch, like a little mini purse in yeah. the shape of a jeweled up microphone. Mm-hmm. So if you see it, it's kind of like, I don't know. But Who is anyway, it? It's, Judith? It's, it's $5,000. It retails what? for $4,995. $4, Judith? Lieber, L-E-I-B-E-R. Microphone, My, microphone, yeah. Microphone hot mic? Is that what it's called? I guess. I don't know. Let me see this thing. Yeah. Like, it's kind of... Yeah, yeah, damn. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Five racks. Yeah, so that's damn. what people are saying was in the box because she put the microphone emoji. So they gave her a $5,000 microphone shape uh, bejeweled clutch. Not going to lie. I'd walk around with this. You would, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just like in your hand, like what would you put in it? Well, if you had a clutch, what would you put in your clutch? Nothing. Nothing. No. Nothing. Not a lip balm? No. Nothing? It would just be to stunt. Wow. What do you put in a clutch? Do you have a clutch, Maria? You ever use, use a clutch? Yeah, yeah, I have a few. What do you put in that? Uh, my lip gloss. I'll put in uh, my wallet, my phone. Yeah. It's um, a big clutch. Yeah, they're just like thin. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Credit Sometimes cards? Sometimes I overstuff them. Yeah, credit yeah. cards. Yeah. Okay. You ever had a clutch, Sham? No, but I put my no. Bible in it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yep. Oh, yeah. Only Sham's putting on. <laughs> what would you put in your clutch? <laughs> Me? Yeah. The shame that I need to carry around <laughs> from having a clutch. <laughs> Not even debit card, huh? No. Oh, my God. This is crazy. Jake Gyllenhaal turned 43 today. Wow. Wow. Katie Holmes, 45. Uh-huh. Brad Pitt, 60. <gasps> I don't what? know what it's like today or tomorrow Hold or whatever, up. but Brad, Brad Pitt is 60 years Brad old. Brad Pitt is 60. Wow, God bless. Damn. He plans to have a uh, low-key birthday. This is my favorite part of the uh of the article. Um, talking about his uh his new girlfriend, uh Ines de Ramon. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, to mark another year around the sun, a source tells People Magazine that Brad Pitt will be keeping the festivities very low key. Huh, He's I? in a loving relationship. Mm-hmm. His relationship with most of his kids is loving. Oh, most. <laughs> and he's in a oh, good man. place. <laughs> oh, damn. Yo, just leave damn. that whole part out. Just don't even write that. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> right like, on your birthday article. Is he like, ha, I got them. <laughs> yeah, like that's... <laughs> he does what? not look 60. Why would you put that in the, yeah. in the, in the birthday story? Anyway, I don't uh, know. Stephen A. Smith is... Uh, he's on ESPN, is that where he ESPN. works? ESPN. Uh-huh. ESPN. Yeah. Um, yeah. You may not know, he's like a, a sports analyst, commentator kind of guy. Very loud, very animated, always getting heated. You probably have seen his stuff on social media just as memes and may not know who he is. Um, but uh, but he's got his own uh, he's got his own show where he just takes questions from fans. I guess they do it on Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, and he went off on uh, on a fan who asked him about wiping his butt. What? Yeah, listen. At Josh Medro, right, Stephen A. What is the correct way to wipe yourself standing or sitting? Needing to know. That is a nasty ass question. You're a nasty, desperate ass individual. You're a human being. What you asking me a question about how to wipe your for. What's wrong with you? First of all, you should be sitting. Because stuff might drip on you. That's number one. Number two, it's just a nasty question to ask a grown-up person. You have no cooth, no class, okay? Knowing you, you're probably shitting yourself. You need to get your act together for asking a question like that. Don't ever sit up there and tweet me again. Matter of fact, make sure y'all take his name down and ban him from tweeting this show. Because he's an idiot. A new fool. That's just disgusting. Unless, of course, you have problems that you can't really articulate. And if that's the case, and you may not have known any better, I apologize for everything that I said. But if you don't have any problems, you're not disabled in any way, and you're just a nasty, trifling ass that sent me that tweet, yes. you're going to be banned from this show. Just want you to know that. Wow. <laughs> oh, my. Also, guys. Didn't we have a <laughs> I, know. Like, I was going to say, his fans have the same... Questions as our fans. Like fascination. The exact same fascination. <laughs> he literally talked about how you yes, went bum yeah. like yes, probably a month on. ago. Yeah, like on a yeah. deep dive or like one of the podcast yes, episodes. Like yeah. the exact same we took question. The we took the questions seriously. I know, well, this is what we do on this show is that we take ridiculous things very seriously. Okay? If somebody's going to bother. Maybe you should too, Stephen A. <laughs> I mean, I, listen, it sounds to me you took it seriously. <laughs> it, was also, it, also, it also sounds like it hurt in some weird way, right? Uh-huh. You sound like personally like. So it's 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 oh, very Oh. If you don't have any problems, you're not disabled in any way, and you're just a nasty, trifling <laughs> that sent me that tweet, you're going to be banned from this show. <laughs> just want you to know that. <laughs> cool. I know. Are you bringing out all the words, right? Yeah, what a wordsmith. <laughs> the, the, the source. <laughs> oh, man, he was ready for that. Ready. So some big drama with Cardi B and Offset. So we know they split up and there was infidelity accusations on Offset's part, which he's denied. Okay. And it's about to get even worse. So this was Cardi B on Friday where she went on a live and uh, just really unloaded on on offset and then deleted the video but you know you can't delete anything it just lives forever Mm -hmm. but this is cardi b and keep in mind they just recently broke up like recently broke up so here's cardi b going off on offset you can talk to and a will play in your face and your face over and over and over and over and over again and still be like watch watch what i'm about to do watch what i'm about to say and it's so sad that like to yo this play games with me when I'm at my most vulnerable time, oh when, I, when I'm not the most confident. They like, he likes to play games with me because he knows I'm not an easy girl. He, he knows 
Yesterday, I could have been out. I could have been chilling. I could have been this and that. He knows I'm in my house. He knows that I'm chilling. He knows I'm not doing the most. And I've really been sparing you. I've really been sparing you. You've been feeling yourself, you because of your album and shit. And you've really been doing me dirty after so many years that I'm not up your ass. What? Not even a thank you that I got for your And it's so crazy that I gotta go to the internet because whenever I tell you something, you don't say Wow. Okay. So that was Friday. So what happened now? <sighs> it's worse? So, it's worse than that. So, so worse. Damn, Cardi. New Year's Eve, the brand new Fountain Blue Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. Before they split, both Cardi B and Offset were booked on the same day to do two different shows at the same hotel. Oh, no. Oh, no. Awkward. Oh, my gosh. So Cardi B is uh, doing it at the pool with DJ Griffin. Yeah. Tickets for Cardi B's show start, start at $5,000. And Offset? And go up to $25,000. Damn. Offset is going to be at the hotel's club called Live. Mm-hmm. Tickets for that start at 125 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cardi B's clearly the bigger draw. Yeah. Like, we all knew that. <laughs> Guys, should we go? It was booked before they broke up. Should we go? And you can't should, get we get a, should we get a, a table? A booth. Oh. For Cardi- Listen, I'll be in Vegas. Oh, oh there you go. We'll join Maria's table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except yeah. I don't know if I have that much money to spend on Cardi B. <laughs> no. I, Yo, that's crazy. Crazy, I know. Wow. So I you know. know that they're going to do everything they can to keep oh. those camps completely separate. Bro. Oh, like, yeah. So that Cardi B and her entourage yeah. walk in one entrance. Yeah. Offset and his entourage, a completely different entrance that there's no crossing Zero. whatsoever Zero. of people. Um, I don't know if you saw these f- f- pictures in the video coming out of Iceland with the volcano erupting. Yo, scary. Like shooting like 300 plus feet in the air, just yeah. like lava. But it's weird. It missed that one little town, that uh, Grindavik. I guess it's like it was like two and a half miles from Grindavik. And the way that the lava all came out, like apparently like it missed the, it missed the town. Uh, but this came after a series of earthquakes that forced thousands of people to be evacuated last month um, when Iceland declared a state of emergency and braced itself for this very explosion. But the, these shots of this volcano erupting are just incredible. We watched, um, uh, did, you, did you watch Eurovision? Did you ever see that movie? Mm-mm. No? With uh, Will, Will Ferrell, right? Ferrell and Rachel McAdams? Yeah, yeah. You never, did you see it? I love that movie. Well, you know, you, you know Eurovision, like the Eurovision, the singing contest, yeah, yeah. right? So they're the they're they're the Icelandic band. Mm-hmm. They may be brother and sister, but they may not be brother and sister, oh. right? And then they fall in love and everything. They're uh, called a uh, fire saga. Okay, you never heard that? No. So you don't know Yaya Ding Dong? No. No. So Is it a dirty song? Um. Nah, I mean, I'll play you a little bit of Ya Ya Ding Dong. You tell me if it's dirty. Okay. So, so the whole thing is that they create these big elaborate epic sort of songs and they want to go and win Eurovision, right? Okay. Huge epic. Like they're wearing Vikings, Viking suits. Very anthemic. Okay. But whenever they play the local pub, everybody is just like, play Ya Ya Ding Dong. Because okay. it's like the local sort of song that's been around forever and everybody loves it. So it doesn't matter what you do. Mm-hmm. They just want you to play Ya Ya Ding Dong. Okay. So here's a little bit of Ya Ya Ding Dong. When I feel your gentle touch 
Stupid ass song. I love it. So anyway, enjoy having that in your head all day. <laughs> it's uh, Yaya Ding Dong if you want to look it up. And uh, Yaya is spelled J-A-J-A, by okay. the way. Okay? I can see why the locals keep requesting that track. That's great. Yaya Ding Dong. Lizzo's attorney have asked to dismiss the harassment discrimination lawsuit made by uh, her former wardrobe stylist. Uh, her attorneys have filed a motion to dismiss the um, lawsuit from Asha Daniels, who they just called a disgruntled employee. Lizzo's attorney said that Daniels failed to perform the work that she was assigned and eventually just played hooky and refused to show up for work. Uh, Asha's lawyers uh, came out uh, against Lizzo's team saying that this was another Hail Mary by Lizzo's team to try to shift blame to the victims as she has done to the three other plaintiffs who have sued her for similar allegations of harassment, disability discrimination, and uh, retaliatory termination. He goes on to say Lizzo and her lawyers can continue to try to rationalize her illegal and wretched conduct, wow. but we remain committed to seeking justice for our clients and look forward to our date in court where Lizzo can explain her behavior in a public forum. So wow. that is getting ugly. They caught that guy, the uh, Toronto Joker. Did you see this guy? With all oh. the tattoos on his face? Uh -huh. Who's been on the lam for like months on a Canada-wide warrant? Where'd they find him? I bet like in plain sight. Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> of course they did. Where? Barton Street? Yeah, I don't know. Somewhere in Hamilton. Got to be on Barton. His name and is... like one uh, of the trap houses out there. <laughs> Michael uh, Stamatakos. Is that your cousin, Maria? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Papadakis. Uh, somehow I'm related to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know how this guy was hiding for two months. I guess maybe you could put makeup on. Like when you see his face, like... But he's all tatted up. Oh, it's makeup, like... What? Like oh, to look normal? I don't know. Like, there is tattoo look, makeup. Oh, but these to are To the, make it look like you don't have tattoos? Yeah. He even has like ha 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 tattooed around his forehead. Uh -huh. And he's got like, I don't know, like some sort of skull mouth tattooed over his own mouth. And oh, then, is he one of these guys that's also like the Florida Joker who trying to... All these tattoo face tatted guys are trying to go after Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Well, that Florida Joker guy, I would say, has a case. <laughs> to say that they ripped him off? Yeah. So this is the Toronto Joker. Okay. Right? Have you seen his face? You see what this guy looks like? He's no. He's not. I ain't scared. Come around here. Look at my computer real quick. Well, I'm not scared. Look at my computer real quick. I'm not saying you're going to be scared, but I just want you to know that this guy has been on the run for months now. How do they not find that guy? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What was he camouflaged next to a tree? I don't know. I don't know, but they got him, though. I guess he was wanted on, like, arson and illegal substance possession, but I think his real problem is that every time he gets busted and they put him on probation or whatever, he skips. So it's just these, like... But they're just going to catch you, bro. I, I get it. I get it. And then he was trolling. He was doing TikToks. Yeah. Like, he did a TikTok, like, standing in front of a cop car. No. And yes. Yeah. Yes. He was trolling. <laughs> That's what made it. That's why everybody was like, run, Joker, run. Right? It's crazy. But anyway, they got the guy. I don't know what he's doing. For now. Yeah, I guess. Planning his escape. Uh, Timothy Chalamet was doing an interview with MTV, and they asked Timothy Chalamet, like, what his favorite concert was of the year. Mm -hmm. and Swift, I bet. No, but completely forgetting that he was filmed, like, making out with Kylie at the Beyonce show. 
Oh, right. On the music front, one other question. Uh, best concert experience of 2023? What sticks I don't out? I if I went to any concerts. 2023, um... <laughs> you went to oh, Beyonce. God. Oh, that, I went, that yeah, is documented, yes, yes, I will yes, say. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Hard to be present. What's your concert oh, vibe? Are you singing along? Are you mouthing the words? Are you playing yeah. it cool? That Beyonce show, I was actually surprised. I, I You what? I, well, I'm not like beehive level, but I thought I knew. <laughs> I thought I knew way more... But I guess I know some of the ba- more basic hits. Like, she didn't do Halo, she oh. didn't do Single Ladies, what? you know. What? You're screaming, come on! <laughs> single <laughs> Ladies! Can you imagine? <laughs> Is that Timothy Chalamet screaming yeah. <laughs> Do Single Ladies! <laughs> do Halo! <laughs> I do love Halo, though. Next Halo time. is a great, moody, 12-year-old, head against the bus sure. song. But <laughs> Yo, that's when you know you were, or for him, Timothy Bro. Chalamet, was in the moment, kissing Kylie Jenner. If you block out the fact that you're at a Beyonce concert. Yeah. You yeah. called them basic Beyonce hits. Yeah. <laughs> oh my He's never getting an invite. No. <laughs> never again. I, I mean, sort- he was distracted. I, I sort of agree with him, though. Like, if I go to see Beyonce, damn well, you better be playing single ladies. Yeah. yeah. Like crazy in love. Like, all the. Right? Yeah, you got to play the hits. You got to play the hits. Just don't call them basic. <laughs> the, they're the basic hits. <laughs> all right, man. See, see you in the beehive, bro. Oh, you don't even need to say basic. Just say play the hits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> play the hits. Ah. Uh, Saw this yesterday, Celine Dion's uh, battle with stiff person syndrome, which is just such a terrible sounding condition, Mm. uh, is apparently worsening and not getting better, uh, according to her sister, Claudette. Um, She said that uh, Celine works hard, but she doesn't have control of her muscles anymore. Uh, She noted that uh, both Celine and her family, that it's their dream to have her return to the stage in some way, in which state they said they don't know. She says the vocal cords are muscles and the heart is also a muscle. This is what gets me. Uh, Since it's one case in a million, scientists scientists don't know much and they haven't done much research on it because it's really, really rare. So you you get saddled with this condition and then you go to the best specialists in the world and they're like, nobody's done any research on this. Yeah. Like we know about it, but we don't have any experts. Uh, so that's oh. the, uh, the the unbelievably heartbreaking state that uh, Celine Dion yeah. finds herself in now. She hasn't been performing for no, no, no. a while now, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Mark Zuckerberg is uh, still building that huge compound out in Kauai, in Hawaii. And I what always... What does he know that we don't know? Well, this is the thing, right? This like is, this is the thing building now for years so i always get nervous when the super well connected and the super wealthy start going to places where they don't show off their their sort of money with big lavish beverly hills homes Mm -hmm. kind of thing new york penthouses this kind of deal where they start building compounds that are so and he's always been that kind of guy i get that but he's in one of the most least developed and remote areas on Kauai, which is a beautiful island in Hawaii. And this is where like critics are just like they were so concerned because he was just like running all over ancient and indigenous properties and in all this other stuff. So his project is currently the biggest North American housing project in history. What? Okay, it's going to be a village is what he's building. It's a compound which is already under construction and includes more than a dozen buildings, including several guest houses, which will have a total of more than 30 bedrooms and bathrooms. At the center are two mansions with a total floor area of 55,000 square feet. That's the size of a football field. 
The two houses will have elevators, offices, conference rooms, and industrial size kitchens. Another building will feature the gym and the pool and all that other stuff. Huh. There's a nearby wooded area that'll have 11 disc-shaped tree houses connected by intricate rope bridges. So above ground is sort of only the start. So according to the plans that they have with the Hawaii Planning Authority, there's an underground tunnel which will run between the two mansions and then branch off into a 5,000 square foot underground bunker. This includes living and sleeping spaces, mechanical equipment, and an escape hatch. The shelter's main door will be built from metal and filled with concrete, a common anti-blast design that is used in military-grade bunkers and bomb shelters. The level of security around the compound is set to be unparalleled, they say, including an extensive network of, of security cameras, we know that, and interior doors operated by keypad. The ranch will be completely self-sufficient with its own water supply, and they're already growing food, and they have their own agricultural livestock already for the price of $375 million. So what does he know? Like, I mean, after I saw that movie, Leave the World Behind, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah, he's a villain. What does he know? And who gets a ticket? I'm guessing very few people. Like Very is he? Is this one of those things where Zuckerberg knows he's going to need, excuse me, doctors? He's going to need a scientist. Scientists. I'm sure. I'm sure. And it's just it's interesting to me when somebody who has made billions off exploiting people's privacy oh, decides to be completely private. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's just something about that. Like what does he know? What if he's just like super paranoid? About what? Like, you just paranoid no. people. Like, no, he a paranoid knows. person doesn't spend almost half a billion dollars. Well, he has money to spend. Yeah, and this is what he's going to buy? Metal, mm-hmm. like concrete and metal doors underground. Like, he, come on. Right? Like, what does he know? It's terrifying. Like, I know it's very interesting from, like, an architectural point of view and everything else. And then you have all the, you know, uh, environmental impact on, on Kauai. But what does this guy know? How do we get a ticket, guys? I know. Right? Like, the island is going to need some entertainment. Thank you. A fun radio show uh, and yes, podcast, yes, perhaps? Yes. Right? Yes. Man, you, want, you want to be their entertainment? I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <yeah>. Sorry, <Jeff>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rihanna was at a big party the other night for the, her end of year sort of uh, big blowout. Celebrate Fenty Creeper Fatty Sneakers. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> any of those that. words mean, bro. <laughs> Fenty Creeper Fatty Sneakers? Yeah. Sneakers for for kids. Is that what they are? Ma. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Are you, tr- no, cl- really. Are you clowning me right now? No, no. Really? Okay. She's got like a line of okay. kids sneakers. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I Listen, she's great. She's doing her thing. Like, listen, you got... The beauty line. Yeah. You got the lingerie line. I know. Right? Yeah. She's Ranch out. She is, uh, she's really turned into, like, being a billionaire and mom has really sort of, like, I think it's freed her up a lot. Like, when you listen to Rihanna talk right now, like, during mm-hmm. these interviews, it's like you're listening to a different person than what, than what she used to be. Like, she's so open and just giving and fun and, like, loving life. Like, it's really, it's really incredible. Like, mm-hmm. she, you know, she got yeah. out of the... And I'm not saying it was the music business that sort of... Where she had that giant kind of, like, what appeared like a wall, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, but she's really like, she's, I don't know, man. I, well, I've uh, like a whole new level of love uh, for Rihanna. If you think about it, when she first came out, was it like 05, 06? Yeah. yeah. She released an album every single year like yeah. for, I don't even know how many years. It was years. like nine years in a row. I, yeah, right? Yeah. It was yeah. like her life for nine straight years yeah. was seven days a week was work. Yeah. I've, I have not had good feelings about Rihanna for a very long time. What do you mean? Um, because I, th- I thought she was rude. I, oh, really? I did I did that plane with her, right? You know that remember that plane oh my where, God, where they, yeah. they she flew from Los Angeles to Mexico City to Oh, and it was a nightmare. To, and it was a nightmare. Yeah. They her people held us on a plane. We were on a plane sitting there on the tarmac for I believe it was three hours. And they said that she was on her way. And then somebody checked social media and like the, she had just posted that she was shopping. Well, she's already right. from shopping. No, 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 no. And then they and then they ran out of food, and there was a mutiny on the plane in the air where people were like naked, running up and down the aisles, like ripping apart the <laughs> the, the the back cabin, looking for any sort of snack or glass of water because they were all dying <laughs> of thirst. And guess what? These are media folk, not regular. <laughs> <laughs> but there was like it was not crazy. fans or anything. No, it was crazy on yeah. that. And I just thought she was rude, like always late and just disrespectful and all this stuff. I think differently ever now. I think she's really really grown up a lot so you want to hear her talking about kids or do you want to hear talking about new music in a tour what do you want to do first <gasps> oh kids kids Man, we okay get cool. no new music from me all right all right, all right, the troll all, job. right all right speaking of those babies what is that boy energy like in your house and how is rizza handling how is he handling being a big brother that you have kids don't you two boys okay so you already you knew the answer to this before you asked me that he he struggled in the beginning but he's he's he loves his little brother yeah, every time he thinks we're not looking at him, he'll come over and touch him. If the baby's crying, he'll come and just, like, hold his hands. It hurts him if the baby's crying. He'll wake up in the morning just saying, baby, 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 baby. He loves him. It, it took a while, but he got there, and I'm proud of him. Aww. One of the other interviewers on the carpet asked her, uh, is there anything you can't do? And she was like, yeah, make girls, apparently. I think she wants, uh, I think Fire. she's going to try for another one. Uh, and uh, here is Rihanna. I mean, I don't know when this is going to happen, but she seems very optimistic about new music right. in a tour. So you dropped some music last year, any new music coming, and we could break some news. Maybe a tour coming up soon? <laughs> Well, we're always going to go back on tour when I feel like mm-hmm. I want to do tour when there's new music, mm-hmm. right? We already know what that's going to be with the songs that I performed my last tour. That was a long time ago. I feel like it's only fair that my fans get what they've been waiting on, which is yes. new music. And after that, let's just like blow everything up. Yes. Yeah, so, so it ain't never happening. <laughs> She didn't say anything. She just said, yeah, she said... We all lied to me way too many times. I also feel like her and ASAP are going to come out with like a fire album together. You think so? Yeah, because she she said it before too, where she's like, you know, like we are two, basically they call each other like legends. That Like anything they would do together would be absolute fire. And I think think that was her previewing. She said it on that carpet. I can't remember the actual quote. I saw it on TikTok, of course. But I mean, (laughs) uh, it was, yeah, she was just saying that they're going to hopefully do music eventually. So Uh, Travis Kelsey on his podcast, uh, during the Patriots game, when the Chiefs were playing, they showed Taylor on the the big screen and like they were booing, right? Like there was boos, like there was just 
just there was such an incredible reaction to just showing her. Uh-huh. Uh, so here is uh, Travis and his brother on uh, their podcast talking. Oh man, but, I'll say this: they showed Taylor at the game, and yeah. uh, I mean, you don't you don't see an entire home team fan base go insane for somebody wearing the opposite team's colors. Just shows you how amazing that girl is. They went absolutely insane when they showed Taylor on the screen. Yes. That's pretty awesome. There might have been a few Brads and Chads that were booing, but for the most part, <laughs> everybody was <laughs> screaming their tail off for That's her. awesome. And um, yeah, I was trying to keep it cool. I was like, don't show, don't, don't show your cards. Don't show your cards. <laughs> it was fun, man. It was fun. Shout out to the Patriots, New England. She, uh, Taylor's on board or she's on record saying that, uh, that stadium's uh, one of the funnest that she's played at. So uh, for them to show her is uh, just kind of, I guess, showing her some uh, some love. So awesome. shout out to the uh, Patriots for doing that. Damn. You know what? Yeah. I love the two of them as a couple. Me too. I have no opinion. The way he talks about her, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, like, it's just so cute. Sure. They're great together. Sure. I hope this lasts. Sure. Your men don't talk to you like the way Travis talks about Taylor Swift and get rid of him. Oh, damn. damn. Wow. Get rid of him. Damn. <laughs> that took that, a turn real far. That, that, that sounded like it came from a place. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. And on that note. <laughs> Uh, security guards were injured in a Scarborough Town Center smash and grab last night. Damn, man. Uh, investigators say two suspects used hammers to smash display cases and grab uh, products at a jewelry store in Scarborough Town Center. An off-duty cop and a security guard, I guess, chased after them, but then they got pepper sprayed as they fled the scene in a small white sedan. They say no serious injuries were reported. Uh, police say these suspects got away and a number, but they dropped a number of the items that they stole, like while they were being chased. So it's oh, like, you guys. know what I mean? It's like dropping everything everywhere. Like in the movies. Yeah. I don't know like what's happened, but, and, I, and I, I understand like all the reasoning behind it. But when you start looking at like whenever something like this happens, not so much this because I don't feel like I'm in personal danger, but sometimes there's like somebody, you know, on the lam or like whatever, right? Sure. Something happens in your neighborhood. You want to know what to be on the lookout for. Because of the new sort of rules when describing a suspect, mm-hmm. I don't even know why they bother anymore. Oh, hoodie and pants. No, less. First of all, you can't say the race of the person, mm-hmm. whether they're white or anything else, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even think you can say hair color anymore. So let me describe. You can't say l- hair let color? Me, let, me dis- let, me, let me give you the descriptions of the people we should all be out on the look for. Go. Okay? The first suspect is described as a male with short hair. Oh. So everybody in this building except for me. Sure. Okay. The second suspect is described as a male in his early 20s with a slim build. Bruh. Like. (laughs) Why bother? Yeah. Like. But at what point? Let me ask. At what point? Like. Were we not allowed to say the race (laughs) of the person? Um, like when did that rec- change? Recently, recently, recently. But was it like announced everywhere or like? Yeah, I think so. I like think you're not so. allowed to say the race. No, of the no, 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 not at all. Not but at they all used any, to. Anymore. They used yeah, to. Yeah, they used to. They used to. But I, but even still, even like still, you can't say like, white guy, short hair, curly. Hair. You can't say that, or you yeah. can't, or you can't say like, like I don't even. There was some. There was a, a person they were looking for where like the guy was like bald, mm-hmm. and they didn't even say bald. I'm like, bald helps. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. Bald, yeah. bald helps a lot. Yeah. But no, so uh, be on the lookout 
for a male with short hair <laughs> and another skinny guy in his 20s. Not me, by the way. Okay, not Mocha. Okay, don't, don't be pinning it on me. No. <laughs> I know if I were you, I'd be careful. I'm scared. I'm not right? going to Scarborough Town now. Don't. Don't you guys remember? Like, Bro, I don't know what I would do if I was ever in that situation. If I was, first of all, I'm never going to be in a jewelry store. But if I was, <laughs> if I was like, yeah. do you ever wonder, because you see these smashing grabs all the time now. Yeah. I don't know what I would do if I was in there. Just step aside. That's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. But like, would you have the stones, Shem, if like somebody was running out? Like, would you stick a leg out and trip? I'm going to be honest with you, man. I've thought about this because you see the videos all the time you now. Do. I kind of feel like I'd want to tackle somebody. Thank I like, I'd want to hurt them. Yeah, you know listen, what I mean? But, but the security guard and the off-duty police officer pepper, pepper sprayed. sprayed. I don't want to get pepper sprayed. Like, yeah, I'll stick my leg out. Maybe like little whoops. Yeah. Right? But, but at least I tried, though. You know, I feel like I feel so cowardly if I didn't try. Like, especially if they if, were smaller like, than like, me. Like, like, what if you look at these descriptions, Shem? You could you could whip a skinny twenty year old, bruh. Right? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> will have to forgive me because I'd hurt him. <laughs> Straight hands. <laughs> Love it. Oh my God! I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, Rachel McAdams has finally said why she did not appear in the Mean Girls Black Friday uh, reunion commercial for Walmart. Do you remember this when when Lacey Chabert and Amanda Seyfried and Lindsay Lohan and the, one of the other guys from the movie, they all did these series of Walmart commercials, right? At North Shore, some things never change. On Wednesdays, we still wear pink. Yes. Get in, sweetie. We're going deal shopping. Karen Smith here with the weather. There's a 30% chance it's already Wednesday. Don't let the haters stop you from okay, doing I your thing, Kevin. Love it. So Rachel McAdams does an interview with Variety where they were like, hey, why didn't you do the commercial? And she says this. I don't know. I guess I wasn't that excited about doing a commercial, if I'm being totally honest. A movie sounded awesome, but I've never done commercials, and it just didn't feel like my bag. However, she goes on to say this. Also, I didn't know that everyone was doing it. I would, of course, always love to be a part of a Mean Girls reunion and hang with my plastics. But yeah, I found that out later. So so not fetch, guys. Nobody told her. So maybe they went to Rachel first and said, hey, we're doing this without maybe saying... And we plan on reaching out to the others. Yeah, but I guess maybe nobody else had been locked in yet, and that's why she didn't do it, I they guess. time? I don't know. Once they confirmed everyone, they could have gone back to Rachel and said, I got the gang you. back. Yep. Uh, Mariah Carey and her longtime boyfriend, Brian Tanaka, broke up. Oh, Sadie, it's so right I before know, Christmas. Right before, I know. People started to figure this out because I guess last week Mariah did her annual trip to uh, Aspen, Colorado, uh-huh. and she did it solo. So now she got to return all those gifts. So what she got for him. I mean, the oh, she kept the, the, receipts. As, the assistant's going to do. I like, I mean, like Mariah. Oh, they kept the receipts. You think Mariah's lining up at the returns? At Bloomingdale's. Yeah. <laughs> at Macy's. You think so? You think she's doing that? Mariah's lining up, like rummaging through her purse for the receipt. Yeah, I have it here somewhere. <laughs> I know I did. Hold on, let me check my email. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you emailed me a copy. Yes, exactly. Right? God, why? I, I I never do that. I never get the oh, email I copy. Do. I never get the email copy, and it's I always regret not getting the email I always copy. Always do. Always. I never. I always say no to the email copy. Well, I have like Home Depot receipts, email receipts dating back to like 2017. I'm really? Like, oh, something like that. Really? Yeah. yeah. I never. I never say yes. As soon as they introduced, would you like an email? Receipt? Yeah. Yes, yes. I would. I always found it invasive. I always nope. say no to it. Always keep it. Really? You just never know. Yeah. But I mean, what if you've already cut the wood? What? Say it again? 
Well, Home Depot, guys, come on. Stay with the conversation. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, the Golden Globes air on January 7th, and they still do not have a host. Oh, my God. <laughs> they so, get on that. According to all internal reports, uh, so many people have turned down the show, like big names. They went after big names, and they've all turned it down. Uh, last year's host, if you remember, was uh, uh, Gerard Carmichael, who was a bit of a disaster, and it, it all went to hell for him in like the first two minutes when, remember when he said that he wanted to, uh, he's like, we should all acknowledge that we're in the Beverly Hilton Hotel, and oh. then and then he, re- he referred to it as the place that killed Whitney Houston. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then it just was all downhill for him after that. So. Scientists mm-hmm. are now using AI to predict when you'll die. Mm. So through uh, a tech system called Life to Vec, whatever that is, um, it's like they can sort of map out your life story within the next couple of years. So they use all sorts of data from people's lives. There's jobs where they live, any accidents, health problems, mental health problems if they've been pregnant. So I know you're you're like, well, how is how can they determine whether it's accurate mm-hmm. or not? So what they did was they took the data from I think it was like three million, six million people Ooh. between the years. 2008 and 2016. Okay. And they put everything in there that they knew about these people. And what they asked AI to figure out is if those people would have died within four years. So this is all data that can then be checked. Mm -hmm. So they took the data from the years 2008 to 2016, asked how many of these people would die within the next four years. And based on everything that they know, they gave it all these little points about all these millions of people. The AI predicted 78% of the time correctly of the people that were going to die. What? Yeah. That's scary. I don't know if I'd want to know. Thank you. Um, But But actually, if I did know, and if it was something that I could prevent, yes, then I would take those steps to prevent. Could you actually live though without like panicking about it the whole time? Yeah, true. No. No, I couldn't. No. No. Uh, I wouldn't leave my house. I don't know if you saw the pictures from Brad Pitt's birthday party the other night. No. But he showed up in a $6,000 shirt, and it's ugly. Oh, let me look at this. So the story behind this shirt, like Brad Pitt's clothes are always like super custom everything else. And his shirt's like ugly. It looks like an old Versace print from the early 90s kind of thing. Okay. Um, But it's from a company called God's True Cashmere. And what I learned was that Brad Pitt is, I guess, like part owner of God's True Cashmere. Okay. And what I didn't know is, you know when you see Brad Pitt and he's just wearing like like flannel, plaid flannel shirts? Sure. Those are like 100% cashmere. Those plaid, plaid flannel shirts that Brad Pitt wears are $3,000. Oh, damn. Okay. okay. Like all, all his sort of stuff that he like wears on his motorcycle and stuff like that, like, yeah. like just look like work shirts. Uh-huh. They're like thousands upon thousands of dollars. Let me read you the most up their own ass description of a company of all time. Oh, God. Okay. If I, if I could. Yeah. If go, I go, could. Go, go, go. This is from the God's True Cashmere. Uh, he has a partner. And this is what she wrote. God's true cashmere began with a dream. In my dream, Brad, a dear friend of mine, asked for a gift, a very special gift, a shirt in green made only of cashmere. Softness, he said. I need more softness in my life. Coming to Brad in person to recount this bizarre dream, he shared 
with this was the fact that I had hoped for such a garment would exist. So I searched and searched and that beautiful cashmere shirt and found nothing. This gift, this nurturing gift did not exist. As I began to, to piece together this gift for him, locating the finest uh, artisans across the world, I began to realize this gift of softness was an important one. We are all thirsty for that familiar, gentle touch. We all seek that soft and loving embrace. What touch do you remember the most? Is it the touch of a mother? Is it the touch of a lover? Is it the touch of a beloved animal? Is it the feel of the blanket wrapped around you as a child? Is it the feel of your feet nestled in tropical sand on your favorite beach? Our touch is our love made palpable. And in this, knowing that God's true cashmere was born. It's a shirt. For 6K? $6,000 shirts. And they look like... Like, it looks like Mark's Work Warehouse. I'm sure it's soft. Don't get me wrong. I am sure these shirts feel dynamite. Mm -hmm. But it is still... I don't know. This one shirt that he's wearing... $6,000. Like, the, the, the graph or the design of it... Yes. It looks like someone just took a paintbrush with some yes. yellow paint. Yes. And just... Thank you. Go to the website. Go to the website. Go to God's True Cashmere. First of all, is that an appropriate name, Shem? My minister gave this lesson. I'm telling you, like that. What you just read from yeah. that pit? I'm yes. pretty sure I, I heard that. You on heard a Sunday, that in church, on a Sunday, right? Pretty sure. Yes. Yeah, these look like regular shirts. They guys. look like regular shirts. Thank you. I mean, don't get me wrong. This one kind of looks nice. If they want to flip me one <laughs> after this glowing recommendation that I just gave them. <laughs> Yo, this gray one. Right? For six rocks, though? Yeah. Ah. Okay. Right. How much was it? How much? Six. Six. No. Six. Nah, 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 nah. Hold on. Wait, let me six. See. Let me see what the I wouldn't be comfortable in a $6,000 shirt. You like, know, what if you spill coffee on it? Like, what if? <laughs> I, I have a jacket that I got. It was a, a D squared jacket. And it was, I don't even know. I think this jacket was like $5,000 or something <laughs> like that. Somebody gave it to me. I did a job for somebody. And then they gave it to me. And I was just terrified to wear it. I never wanted, and it's hot as hell. And I never, if I wore it out, I never wanted to take it off because I was never going to coat check it. I never wanted to like leave it on the back of a chair somewhere or put it on a hook. Like it was crazy. I, I, so I, I have it. I've worn, I literally worn it twice in my life. And I have this like very expensive jacket and I just, I refuse to wear it. Because I, I was just like, I, I'm not good enough to wear that jacket. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't have the discipline or responsibility to own a jacket that expensive. Yeah, you'll ruin it right away. Right as away! As soon as you step out of the house. Yes! The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.